with another Monday evening here in Houston, Texas at KPFT. Hi, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to FM Rager. As always, I am uh, Connor Clifton, and I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Ned Gale. Hi, hey, Ned. how's it going? Good, buddy. Monday evening. Holy moly, our energy's at its highest. <laughs> yes. Yes, it really is. This is me at the peak. <laughs> so, uh, Ned, let's just jump right into it. How was your freaking weekend? Ooh, my freaking weekend. Well, Friday night, I, what did we do? <laughs> we just hung around. Yeah, I think we just hung out. Friday night was, was the chiller. That was where we stored our energy so it could be ready for the ultimate parties, which for me came Saturday afternoon. A swimwear department played at Cactus Records. Uh, first time ever getting to play in there. Congratulations. Holy moly, so much fun. Yeah? Yeah. What was so fun about it? Uh, well, A, you're doing it in a record store, so that's already pretty wacky. Um, and if, for those who haven't seen Swimmer Department before, it's very interactive. There's a lot of limbo challenges, a lot of cool strutting you have to do to show off how you're the best swimmer. Um <laughs> So it was fun to do that between the aisles of the record store, but also, unlike most shows, there were a lot of kids there, so it was mm. really fun to see how that played with kids, and it played well. <laughs> I uh, I showed up at the tail end of that. Um, I didn't get to see the show, but I did get to see one of those kids at the show mm. bite his mom on the butt. <laughs> and I laughed way too hard, and she got mad at me for encouraging. <laughs> but it was super funny. Uh, okay, so that was your Saturday. That was my Saturday. Then Sunday, uh, our good friend Alec came into town from uh, Louisiana, and we just partied the day away. My Polsky Prince. <laughs> yeah. I love that guy. Yeah, we had a really good time with him. It uh, was wonderful, and then I did the stacks later that evening, Alex which was pretty stacks. fun. It was good. Uh, we had a lot of strangers come in uh, looking for a different show. Oh. <laughs> but, uh, did they stick around at least? They did stick around for the show. Uh, we, had, we had one couple, I think they left halfway through the show, uh, oh. come in, and then another group came in halfway way through the show and they really loved it they said said they're gonna come back uh in two weeks so mm, yeah it was it was all together it was pretty fun it reminded me of when we used to do the show in heights final and people would just wander in and be like yeah. oh there's a what, what's going on here <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay. uh, it was cool that was your freaking weekend i know we spent uh, most of it together yeah but. most of it we spent together saturday however i drove to louisiana and uh got myself a new car new whip Yep, so I've got my uh, old 2002 Toyota Camry. Well, rip the old whip and uh, welcome the new new wheels. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's great. It has air conditioning. That's awesome. A step up, you know. You've ridden in it. It's mm -hmm. a nice ride. It's true. It's got a sunroof and a moonroof. Mm -hmm. yeah. we got the best of both worlds. <laughs> ah, man, I tell you, whoever... Uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of the Toyota Camry. This mm -hmm. is my second one. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're not trying to be the car talk here, but I do want to talk about this car. But if you do want to talk about only Toyota Camrys, you can call in at 713-526-8737 and tell us about your favorite part of the car. <laughs> well, my favorite part of the car is it's very, very comfortable to be in. It looks really nice from the outside. I got to tell you, uh, it was beautifully designed. The, one of the most best designed cars I've ever seen. And speaking of design, I'd like to welcome our guest for today. Please give it up for Mr. Josh Higgins. Yeah! Hey! Ah, what's up, Josh? Josh, how's it feel to be much. on the radio? Yeah, it's, it feels amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, Josh, uh, like I said, uh, speaking of design, design, you're a designer. Yeah, and uh, uh, in design school, we we steady heavily the Toyota Camry. <laughs> as the, that is your textbook. They the, give you a yeah, Toyota Camry. <laughs> this is the pinnacle of design. If, if, if you know one time in your career you can design a masterpiece such as the Toyota Camry, you're doing good. Oh man, did you get one? 
No, I got a uh, I got a Ford Focus. Ooh, also a good car. Great for school. I'm trying to focus all the time. <laughs> so, all right, you went to design school. Uh, where'd you go? I went to Texas State University in San Marcos. Okay. Nice. Did it have a really solid design program? Yeah, yeah, it's really solid. Uh, I, I went to U of H for a year, mm-hmm. and then I met somebody going through their design program, and he was having an anxiety attack about <laughs> actually making it into the program. And I was like, "Ooh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get out of here." Yeah, not a fan of that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Now I'm a cartoonist, and it took me a long time to figure out what's the difference between a cartoonist and an illustrator. Mm-hmm. So what's the difference between an illustrator and a designer? Uh, usually with a designer, there's some sort of like visual challenge you're trying to solve. So there's usually kind of like a problem and then a, a solution you're trying to come up with. Whereas an illustrator, you usually kind of give them a prescribed thing of like, we want this thing, and then they're just kind of executing that. Whereas design's a lot more thinking about like solving a problem. Could you give me any example? Do I need to tell you some of my problems so you can make a design to solve them? Yeah, yeah. Give me give me a problem, and I'll see if I can come up with Ooh. a good design. All right. Uh, people at work say I'm too mean. Too mean. <laughs> uh, you, could, you could make a, a pamphlet, a three-panel pamphlet about why you're not a mean guy. Uh, you could also make a, a sign uh, for yourself, you know, put it in your cubicle. Ooh, I like to, that. To, to, Ooh. To, to remember you. To remind you to be a nice guy and, and give you some practical steps. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's that's a good idea. If I can make a zine, I'm very when I I really want everyone to like me at work, and I can't afford to be the donut guy, <laughs> but I can definitely afford to print out some zines on why I'm there. You go, yeah. yeah. But All right. Oh, great! So that guy gives us handbills every day. <laughs> yeah, don't hype it up like you're about to give them donuts. <laughs> <laughs> you bring a Shipley's box, yeah, you know, but it. it's like it's zines. <laughs> Hot off the press. All well, right. sort of hot. I had to cut them and then staple them. I'm not going to pay for that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I used the company printer yeah. for doing it. Also, I, I only used one staple, so don't try to open them too fast. It's a cost-saving thing. Yeah, it's DIY. You get it. DIY. Nah, I just uh, I do the paper fold and cut in the middle of it. Oh, there you go. Turn yeah. into a mini book. Yeah. 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 Save money on uh, staples, yes. but not scissors. You need at least those. You need, yeah. 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 Do you have a problem Josh could solve? Yeah, my neck's been hurting. I don't know if it's a mattress thing or just general stress i might be dying uh, i took a ribbon o- a ribbon off my neck the other week i hope uh-huh. that doesn't make my head fall off mm-hmm. uh you could uh you could make a flyer okay uh for the next swimwear department show i've, I've this heard is that good. helps <laughs> reduce stress and pain Ooh, it gets good exercise to I go to one of those bobbing shows. my head to those catchy tunes <laughs> <laughs> All right, great. So now we know what a designer yeah, that's is. That's what a designer yeah. does. You're, you're a problem solver. I'm a problem solver. Now, I love it. Uh, I also know that you've done some web work, so you're not just yeah. designing on the paper. What, like Spider-Man? <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you're, uh, what's it, UX? UX designer now, yeah. Okay, what, what would that be? That would be like kind of app design, but UX is kind of a really broad, all-encompassing term of just... Anytime a user of a product encounters, or anytime somebody uses a product, they're having an experience using that product. So your your job is to kind of streamline that experience and make it make it effective for the business and painless for the user. Yeah, least amount of problems possible. That way, they don't have to call the designer to fix everything. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) All right. Now you also have your own side 
business, I'll yeah, call yeah. it. Yeah, let's take work off the table. Take it's work. Monday night. We're yeah. done with work for yeah. today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, your design brand is called HMD Things? Stuff and Things. Stuff and Things. Things with an A. Stuff and Things, yeah. Things. All right. HMD Stuff and Things. What? does HMD stand for? We couldn't figure it out. Houston Medical Doctor? (laughs) Nothing really. What? The whole name is to make fun of like, uh, it was just kind of on the fly to make fun of like hipster brand names. (laughs) So there's like all those hipster brand names where they like take out all the vowels of the word. word. So it was, I think I, I, it's been so long. I think I was it humid. I might have based it on handmade, <laughs> uh, but a lot of the stuff's not handmade anymore. And then stuff and things was making fun of like wire and twine or like thistle and wheat. Yeah, all those hipster. Uh, so guys, yeah. if you run one of those hipster companies and you don't like that Josh is uh, talking guff about you, you can call us in at seven one three five two six eight seven three seven and defend yourself. Not using swear words, please, guys. Yeah. Or, or yeah. if you have a good hipster name. Oh yeah, like yeah. If you have something like that. If you want to pitch one, or if you're having trouble coming up with one, I'm sure Josh could design yeah. one for you. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> or just one person call in with one word and another person call in with the second word, <laughs> and we'll put them together and make a business. You know what? We could definitely get people calling if we just offer Josh's services for free. <laughs> That's true. Just yeah. call in and, we, you know, <laughs> anything you as need. As soon as we get this designer to fix our phone problem, Josh, we do not know how to use the <laughs> phones. <laughs> <laughs> we screw this up every time. Yeah, if you could make this better for us. If you're watching on Facebook, you can do it there, too. We are okay at that. Yeah, <laughs> I can see some designer has made some great signs uh, on the switchboard This is there. true. <laughs> yeah, we just can't see when the phones are going off. If we could move this somehow. Yeah. Oh, it seems like they're going out. If we had a tube that was just like, could reflect light, we could put it directly on our eyes. Uh-huh. So anytime I see flashing lights and I recover from my <laughs> epileptic seizure, yeah. I know that someone's calling in. There you go. Oh, yeah, we're really bad at the phone. <laughs> uh, so what are some so, of the things? Yeah, we talk about HMD things. So what do you do with that? Do you just make hipster stuff? It's HMD stuff and things. Stuff, stuff and, and things. things. Yeah. I was bringing, I was, it was, I was crushing it down. You know, like a hipster yeah. mic. Yeah, you can just shorten it to HMD. So we call it on the street. Uh, <laughs> cool. And which streets are these? <laughs> <laughs> these are the Heights Boulevard and ah, 11th. Ah, yes. Heights and 11th. Tough BBs over there. Yeah. <laughs> there was a whole gang of people in white linen hanging out there over the weekend. Yeah, white linen night was this weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got out of there. <laughs> Talk about a white, a white linen fright night. Yeah. I'm terrified of it. It was too much. Is it, so do you live over there? Yeah, I live up there. What is it like to live there during that? Uh, my my neighbors advised me to get out of there. So that's what I did. Get out. <laughs> when I came back, there was like koozie, like just freak koozies from Top Golf that somebody had <laughs> handed out. Were like lining my street and just flyers it's and chaos. It was chaos. I mean, it wasn't like tons of trash. It, yeah. it was like, but for the heights, five pieces of trash. What, was like, why is it white linen night? Do you know where that comes from? I think it came from like. The Louisiana, I think, when uh, you wear your white linens for a special night or something. Yeah, it sounds like something against big red wine. <laughs> They're trying to stop them for a night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it was like a, it's it's hot in the south and white it, and linen are like the 
the most comfortable things to wear, I guess. Okay, so this is the out night. So this is the yeah. going out, you wear your white linen. Yeah, it protects <laughs> you from the moon's harmful rays. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, That's why you have a moon roof. <laughs> yeah, if, if I lived there, I would set up, like, you know how embassies have uh, rubber bullet cannons in case you try to climb them? <laughs> uh-huh. I'd do that with, like, barbecue sauce. Yeah. So if anyone tried to break into your house or was drunk and stumbling, like, you just destroy their clothes. Pouring hot yeah. coffee onto them so they're in <laughs> we, pain and their clothes are ruined. We did have, I used to work at in a studio in the Heights called Burning Bones Press and we would do uh, on White Linden Night Black Ink Night Sick. Doing like live screen printing demos with like ink everywhere, and people are kind of like people come and like look at the stuff because they you know it's cool stuff to look yeah. at. But they'd also be like, Ooh, <laughs> ah! don't get black ink on my white linen. <laughs> so some of the things that I've seen come out of HMD are very Houston inspired. You have a Marvin Zindler piece that I'm a really big fan of. Yeah, I've got that yeah. button on one of my jackets. So. Yeah, and you also have the. Uh, uh, what is it? The blue and white? Oh, the tiles. The the Houston. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah the tiles. blue tiles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, are you? What is it about Houston that makes you just want to bring so much of it into your? Yeah. What's your freaking obsession with your city? city? Yeah. I mean, uh, the the honest answer I think is probably just because it sells well. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but uh, you know, my first art show was all my first solo art show I ever did was all Houston inspired work. And it's mostly just because uh, that's what I know, and I like—I uh, think my my cheesy artist bio line is like, I like connecting people through shared culture and like pop culture. But that's—it's kind of what it is—is is that I like you know finding these bits of pop culture and like bringing them back, and and things that I remember from growing up, or things that I, I don't remember that I've gone and researched, and I, yeah. I find something that, like, this is really cool. Yeah, the thing is, there's, like, almost no shortage of stuff to pull from. Like, yeah, exactly. you have a very large line of work from HMD stuff and things, and it's all Houston-centric, but it's all, like, different Houston stuff. It yeah, goes to yeah. show how culturally rich the city is. Yeah, yeah H-Town is the best. <laughs> we did it. Now, uh, I imagine going to design school, look, I'm just going to call him like I see him. Josh, you seem like a pretty cool dude. Uh, I think that you are a cool guy. We think you're cool. Yeah. Oh, thank you. So I just imagine in college, design school, cool guy walking around, you got invited to a lot of cool parties. Um, yeah, kind of. Not because of my coolness, mostly just being in groups and like, <laughs> joining a group and like, oh, here we're going to have a party. I don't know if you knew this, but being part of a cool group is pretty cool <laughs> or if you're the cool guy in the group it was, it was mostly just being in part of a uh, part of like a lame niche group <laughs> what was it was it anime club what, do you play surf rock <laughs> it was it was uh, club gymnastics yeah what right. club gymnast wait did, how is this different from gymnastics club uh, it's, oh, this one's a giant it, club. They hit the gym. Well, that's what, yeah, it's like gymnastics club. So it's like it's it's self organized. Like we organize it ourselves, and then mm-hmm. we play. We compete against other schools that are self organized. So it's not like NCAA regulated or anything like that. Yeah. So you're a gymnast. I'm a gymnast, or I was. You were. What happened? <laughs> About sixty pounds. <laughs> oh, I thought maybe you took a dive and can never recover. Or yeah. <laughs> I broke my neck doing triple Lindy. What's a triple Lindy? Triple Lindy? It's like a double Lindy, but just a couple more Lins, baby. I don't know what that is. Is that a cartwheel? How close is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. (laughs) Okay, so what kind of... Can you just do one real quick? This is on the radio, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, here we go. One, two, 
three. Whoa! Now I know why they call it that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So get back to the party. <laughs> Please don't get your sweat on the mic. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, basically club, like any club sport in college, like there's all different kinds, like basketball, mm-hmm. soccer, everything. Basically club sports are just excuses for people who, who couldn't make the NCAA team or just people, <laughs> people who just want to get together and kind of do a sport yeah. and then also drink a lot. Mm. Hey, I think that's pretty healthy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So basically you go to all these competitions at different schools and it's not so much a, a competition. It's like, all right, let's get through this competition. Yeah, thing. it's like, what's your campus look like? Yeah. <laughs> so that we can go to the after party. So you've been to a lot of different parties. Yeah. I feel like one of my problems at UTSA is I party at the same place every week. Got oh, yeah, really yeah. good at it. <laughs> but I feel like you're, you're, you're a touring party troupe yeah. that is also good at lindying. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> It's like, yeah, it's like going to your friends' houses, except you only see your friends once a year while you're competing against them. That's awesome. Yeah. So did you have any, uh, well, I hate to say it on the radio, but effing ragers on the road? Oh, there were some ragers. Uh, How was about that? Yeah, spill the beans. <laughs> well, spill the beans. Not in the house. So, so the biggest ragers always happened at Nationals, which is where uh, the team... <laughs> are these the Rage Nationals? or The, the rage, <laughs> rage Nationals, sponsored by MTV. Uh, <laughs> at Nationals, when all the schools from all over the country would come together. So instead of being like five schools in each state, it was like... Something like 300, 400, 500, 600 college students showing up in one city, pretty much staying in the hotel, and then over like uh, five days you compete and party and hang out. Um, We, my school hosted one in the the brand new school uh, or the brand new town uh, convention center because Mm -hmm. San Marcos is a small town. They didn't really have like a big heavy convention center, so they built this new like hotel convention center and we yeah. were and now it's called the Frisbee Dan <laughs> convention yeah, yeah, the Frisbee Dan <laughs> it's the only center. San Marcos reference I know yeah exactly and I think I think we were kind of like the first school activity to <laughs> use it and we kept trying to prepare them being like you know you're having 300 400 college students are coming to your hotel so we tried to organize like hey you know, after the meet, we're going to need to rent a room, like a big room where we can play music and drink. Otherwise, everybody's going to go to their different rooms. And, yeah, and, and you're, you're not going to want that. Yeah, you're not <laughs> going to want that. Floors are going to collapse with 200 people in one hotel room. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We tried to prepare them, uh, but they were not prepared. And after the first night, they, like, kicked us out of the room and they're like, you're not, you're not allowed back. And so everybody just kind of went to their rooms the next night and and partied in their own rooms and they got so many complaints that they're like okay you can have the room again <laughs> but i think it was like should have had a designer there to solve that problem solve that yeah. problem there was like so then they had sec- the first night when they kicked us out of the room they had security kind of just going room to room <laughs> like telling people to keep it down and when they would kick people out of one room they just moved in the next room and then eventually we just some of us moved to like in in the uh elevator and we're just sitting in the <laughs> elevator holding like the door open and then when security comes like on that floor we just like hit the button and uh, move up some floors catch, catch us if it were, yeah i was really hoping for some more like gymnastics involved or just like they'd come into the elevator and already you're just like hanging <laughs> oh, up above them. <laughs> yeah. there's always after like local meets there was always kind of 
some at some point in the party there'd be like a drunken handstand contest. Yeah, that's what I'm talking <laughs> what's, about. What's the uh, parkour crossover in that group? <laughs> it's, it's a lot of people leaping uh, <laughs> hallway to hallway, <laughs> trying to get away from the police. You guys play ground? Oh, wait, okay, <laughs> yeah, ground, ground's not made of lava or is made of lava. Let's talk about that. Trying to get away from the police. I don't have police stories. You don't. Dang, have it. you seen someone parkour away from a police officer? That's <laughs> yeah. all I want to know. I've seen somebody in my my college duplex tried to parkour over a cactus. Oh no! <laughs> and the cactus was a cop. I think they were also carrying somebody, uh, and it just did not well end well for anyone involved. Jeez. I hate that story. I love cactus cops. Let's talk <laughs> off air. <laughs> All right. So, gymnastics. Have some more spine, man. <laughs> I've got 400 spines. <laughs> Dude, you really know a lot about cacti. What, that's what those spikes are called. All right, let's called wait, they're called spine? I thought they were. I could I, be wrong. I always called them prickles. <laughs> if you know what they're called, uh, please call in at... Seven one three five two six eight seven three seven. That's our job. He's got. Hey, he's solving our problems right here. We're not plugging the number enough. Uh, I, I I don't. I think we plug it a lot. I just post. Hey, if you're on Facebook, just like call in. Uh, yeah, don't be afraid to call in. The number is there on the Facebook video. It's seven one three five two six eight seven three seven. I'm watching my lag on the video. It's freaking me out. You know, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna keep an eye on this and uh, see if I can't multitask and mm-hmm. see if the light will come on. All right, Josh. Gymnastics. What a crazy thing to be involved in. I mm-hmm. love it. Mm-hmm. Now, now I've I've seen you uh, associate with some people that are pretty uh, nimble themselves mm-hmm. in the uh, 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 Lone Star Wrestling. Lone Star Wrestling. Doomsday. Doomsday. What am I saying? Lone Star Wrestling Federation. Completely yeah. different thing. I mean, Tex Lone Star runs it. That's that's probably what it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the most charming man in Houston. He I would have to he say. He really is. He's, He's a very yeah. sweet guy. He's a Texas icon. Now I've seen you <laughs> hang out with a, a, a few people. In mm-hmm. that Doomsday Wrestling, uh, mm-hmm. Marvin Gardens, uh-huh. one of the referees there. Yeah, yeah. And then I've seen mm-hmm. a picture or two. Yeah. Are you hanging out with the Lunchador? I mean, we're known to grab, you know, fourth meal, fifth meal every now and again. Fifth meal? Sometimes we got to go to fifth meal. Can you talk to me about the Lunchador? Because that character is perplexing to me. Yeah, basically, he's just a, uh, a guy who wants to eat and. Uh, Anytime somebody prevents him from eating, he's you know he's got to take matters into his own hands. He seems docile in the ring until his snacks are taken away. Exactly. That's usually and and it's it's a double-edged sword because you know you take your snacks away, he he needs to eat about every 5 to 10 minutes or else he <laughs> com- blood sugar crashes and he loses all energy. <laughs> Does he go into a like a berserk style rage or like what what is it without snacks? Without snacks he ma- mostly just passes out. He, he starts with a rage. Yeah, give me, give me, give me a me so, so two minutes after snacks. Where's he at? Mm-hmm. He's very angry. He's he's energized. He's desperately searching for those snacks. Five minutes after five snacks. minutes after those snacks, he is borderline on the verge of death. Ten minutes after snacks. Ten minutes after snacks, he might be. He's never gone that long. Never. He gone could that be long. dead. Good lord! Yeah. Whoa, we gotta test this one out. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not taking snacks away from lunch door. You can if you want. Nah, no thanks. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds pretty terrifying. I'm terrified to get in the ring. Now, uh, we're talking about these wrestlers, but who are these people? What do they hang out with? Oh, that's right, Doomsday Wrestling. Josh, can you tell us a little bit about what Doomsday Wrestling is? So yeah, it's a it's a comedy wrestling group. Uh, basically, it's like your. Your WWE, WWF, but like uh, intentionally funny. But in these things, the W stand for wacky and wild. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, I think it's been going on for 
I want to say almost 15 years now. Dang. Started by uh, the titular Tex Lone Star uh, back in whatever. I can't do math. I'm an art major. (laughs) Uh, And yeah, we just do, you know, I think we're up to 35, 40-ish shows that we've done. uh, Usually about four times a year at different venues around town. And these shows are huge like this isn't just like backyard wrestling like no yeah it's it's the a- shows i've seen are insanity there's ghosts there's people returning from the dead there's people killing themselves to go into the dead world to fight and there's and there's there's crazy props crazy characters uh who, who are some of the other wrestlers on that um there's uh milk and cookies which are a uh a children's host tag team <laughs> Uh, they use things like weaponized balloons, mm-hmm. uh, a, a giant teddy bear to smother you. Uh, I believe one of their finishing maneuvers is, is busting out an RC car <laughs> and driving it repeatedly into your head. Uh, there's Texas daughter Charlene Lone Star. Um, who else? We got Death Row Flo, who's a, an mm-hmm. inmate uh, from Sam Houston Penitentiary that we we get on a work release program every show. That's just fantastic. Yeah, it's a good tax break for. I've seen the, the haunted company. doll. I've, haunted I've shielded doll. my eyes from the haunted doll. She's, she is very terrifying. Um, who else do we have? The top banana. Uh, was, don't talk about that. That guy. Up until recently, a he real was butt. he was the champ. Up until recently, he uh, got dethroned. He he got dethroned by that luchador we were talking. The about. The luchador earlier. dethroned Whoa. top yeah. banana. Yeah. What what happened is uh, the luchador's manager Monty Del Monte pretended to have a heart attack as one does. Came back as a uh, fitness instructor, offered to train the luchador, abandoned him at a twenty four hour. Chinese buffet. <laughs> Thought you were going to say fitness. <laughs> yeah. nope. Replaced him with a fitter, healthier lunch door that then intentionally lost to Top Banana. Uh, and then after, you know, original lunch door had just closed that buffet. They were forced to go out of business uh, within hours. He came back, saw it was going down, and, and set things right. Good. Good. All right, man. Mercy Lord. I need to catch the next one of these. Is, is there one coming up or anything? I, I believe we're having one in September. In September. I, I'm not uh, 100% sure on the date, but I believe it's late September. Okay. Well, All as right. long as it's not September 11th, I do have plans. <laughs> it's the next Stephen Rager. Don't freak out, guys. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh... <laughs> So, what got you into Doomsday Wrestling? What made you want to do that? I I saw one of their shows, and I was like, I have to... Would, I, I Somehow, I have to be involved in this. I have to do this. It was the most insane thing I had seen, and I was like, I, I just have to do it. And so, I emailed texts, and was like, anything you need me to do, I will do. So, um, ten years of cleaning up vomit. <laughs> yeah, cleaning up vomit later. <laughs> yeah, I worked my way to the top. <laughs> So, what was the uh, audition process like? Um, usually, you just meet Tex, and you do, uh, maybe you do a couple bumps on the mat. A bump is a fall. Mm-hmm. You do a couple of falls on the mat, and uh, if he likes how you fell and likes your personality, <laughs> then uh, he'll try to find a spot for you in the show. Is there is there a trick to falling? Uh, yeah, you want to f- fall, you want to spread as much of your mass and energy on the mat as you can. Mm-hmm. So you want your back, you want to land flat on your back, you want to have your arms out flat to your sides, and you want to have your, your feet flat on the, the mat, and you want all those things to hit kind of simultaneously. Yeah. It does two things. It spreads out like the, the energy, so you're not taking that 
fall in one part of your body and, and hurting that part. And it also makes like a big loud sound when you spread it all out <laughs> like that. Nice. I've also heard to look at your belt buckle so you don't bump oh, the yeah, back yeah, of your yeah. head. Tuck, yeah, you want to tuck that chin in, otherwise yeah. you'll... I learned that, and it's great, because I always have cool belt buckles, you guys. <laughs> if you want to ask me about my belt buckle, feel free to call in at 713-526-8737. I will not describe it to you. <laughs> uh, so you mentioned two characters that you're affiliated with. Mm-hmm. What is the process like for coming up with a character for your wrestling show? Sometimes techs will come up with them. Um, sometimes the people will propose them. Uh, sometimes you have to do, a, do come up with a couple before he, he likes one. <laughs> um, do you have any rejected characters that you're willing to share? Uh, I I don't I don't want to name them because th- they could be approved at some. Oh, point. okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> can you describe any of them? Uh, most of them. them are characters. Uh, sim- with similar pl- puns to Lunchador. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Here, okay, so here's what I got. Um, uh, my character would be called the Wet Noodle. The Wet Noodle. Now, for those listening on that don't see the video, you may think I'm uh, extremely ripped based on my manly voice, but I'm actually a very skinny guy. So I imagine I'd get real wet and <laughs> just go in swinging. <laughs> <laughs> I like That's that. my wrestler, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and then I have pasta. <laughs> I'd yeah. be uh, one of the pounding fathers. <laughs> Here we go. I'm just a really patriotic dude who beats up people. Yeah, yeah. Slams the Constitution in their face. I mean, that's a that's a superhero we could use right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have the Bill of Rights and the Bill of Your Wrongs. Whoa! I just bust people up, <laughs> come out in spandex. And then on the side, I'm like, you know, really into getting the kids to learn and pray to Christ. I like you using the sword and the scale. <laughs> <laughs> putting, putting the deck back in declaration. Yeah. <laughs> See, you guys are better at this than I am. Wow. Declaration I, of independence. <laughs> were you really into wrestling growing up? I mean, I think everybody kind of was. And then I wasn't. In, I wasn't into wrestling. That's. Oh, it's uh, been a weird thing because I feel like a lot of people in the comedy scene are into wrestling because yeah. of the crazy stories and the overtop performances. Yeah, yeah. But that's been something for Connor and I. We were just like, man, I wish I knew more about wrestling. <laughs> I made an active decision not to get involved in it. And mm-hmm. It was just like wrestling and monster trucks were two things. I was like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I wish I, I got into monster go trucks too. I would love to go to a. Mo- can we go to a monster truck? We thing? can go to monster. We could truck. do an FM Rager. Like, are there people man that- on the street thing are there people that are like into monster like yes but like into it like in the way that like people are into wrestling where they're like tracking points and like i guess it doesn't happen as often i mean is there a monday night (laughs) (laughs) there's monster jam and i don't know if they have stories involved in them but uh, our friend jason was talking to us about the ship of theseus where if every part of the ship is replaced is it really the ship yeah and he talked about that with gravedigger oh yeah, yeah Like Dig- every part of Gravedigger has been replaced. Is it the real Gravedigger? Is it truly Gravedigger? I'm like, it's kind of like Santa. Like, yeah, yeah. They, they just have a bunch of Gravediggers. And they drive you said it's kind of like Santa? Yeah. Like, what do you mean? They're replacing like pieces of Santa? Yeah, like a mall. Like, oh. There's not one Gravedigger. It's like there's not one Santa Claus. There's Gravedigger and then Gravedigger's helpers. And those are the ones that you see at Monster They're Jam. building trucks all year round. Jack and I really wanted to go to Monster Jam. Uh, it looks like if, if you can just get drunk and eat eat nachos yeah. all day and you're just watching trucks explode yeah i could get that's into what's that. like i can get into it i just don't see people going on like monster truck forums and being like no bigfoot would take him any day 
I don't know. Maybe that discussion. Guys, if you're passionate about monster, <laughs> monster trucks, trucks, please call in at 713-526-8737 or call me on my personal number. I would really like to talk about <laughs> yeah, this. Do you know any monster truck forums? Post them in the yeah, live chat. Yeah. My nephew's really into monster trucks, and so I feel like I should know a little bit of something about it so I can talk to him. Yeah. I just Again, I only know Gravedigger, but he knows all the... He just said Bigfoot. Is that a real truck? Yeah, Bigfoot. They're on oh, wheels. What an wrestler. idiot. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, like a, it's like a blue truck with like big biceps coming down the side. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. Like actual arms, right? I think I know what you're talking about. Like the hands are like holding the wheels. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this might be a wacky racer I'm thinking about. <laughs> yeah, Dick Dastardly. Yeah. My absolute favorite. Ah, <laughs> uh, jeez. Okay, so <laughs> now we need... Do you want to go to Monster Jam with us? Yeah, I'm down to go yeah, to Monster Yeah, we should Jam. definitely... What's the other thing that happened? Uh, demolition rallies. Demolition rallies, running? yeah. That's yeah. way more appealing to me. That yeah. sounds cool. I want to see that or BattleBots. Is Battle Demolition... Are those like the UFC of Cards. fighting? Like, is it like wrestling? That's twisted metal. And then, oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like UFC is like we're seriously fighting and we're using like, real fighting techniques and we're like seriously kicking each other's butts. Yeah. That seems like monster trucks to demolition rallies is like wrestling to. I think demolition. Uh, are you saying wrestling's fake, bro? No, I'm saying it it, it has less or it has more performance, uh-huh. and I feel like monster uh-huh. trucks is the same way. Is uh-huh. demolition rally? I just don't Actually, want to seem pretentious when I'm watching you know cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The more we say it, the more I uh, encounter to realize it's called demolition derbies demolition derby. oh yeah. yeah that makes more the sense the rallies are what happens to get everyone pepped up for the derby. I thought demolition <laughs> yeah. derby was the Stan Lee character <laughs> uh, so I, I would like to see a demolition derby I'd mm-hmm. like to see uh, battle bots battle bots if, if there's ever a battle bots thing uh-huh. in Houston or uh, did you ever see the giant or man versus bot <laughs> which we are 10 years from <laughs> did you ever see the giant uh, mecha fight I saw somebody do a Neo bit. Was it you guys? Yeah, it was Neo yeah, yeah, yeah. We did we're ne- very passionate about that giant robot fight. We watched every minute of it. <laughs> the the, the and, ending. And then a couple of days later, like while we were watching, it was like, this this scene feels scripted. It feels like this scene is scripted. And then we found out the whole thing was shot over two weeks. Totally scripted. Yeah. Yeah. Totally planned. It was such a letdown, but it was really, really cool seeing these giant robots just take each there's other. A, there's a part where the announcers are like, we should do something. And then they run and the monsters go through their announcing thing. <laughs> and they're like taking their headset mics like, oh! <laughs> yeah, it, it was pretty it's, great. It's pretty fun. It's well worth the hour. It, it builds up to this just like, it's 15 minutes of everyone talking about the science and the challenge and what it took to get this to happen and the nationalistic pride on both. It's America versus Japan. Yeah. yeah. And uh, America has this huge robot that's like a world champion kind of thing. Uh-huh. And Japan has this like, it looks very anime-esque. Yeah. Like it's a very sleek thing. So it's 20 minutes of build up, build up, build up. And then the fight starts and the Japanese robot just moves forward and punches the guy, the American <laughs> robot, falls it just over. falls over. <laughs> the match is over in eight seconds. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. I like that that's scripted and that's the best ending they could come up with. <laughs> there is, we're, we're, we're selling it short. There's two battles in the second battles way longer and crazy the japanese mech shoots out a drone at one point and the american team's like what the heck like the drone just starts flying around and the guys controlling the mech is like i can't swat it (laughs) so the american team has they built a new robot that has an american eagle on it for some reason red white blue star spangled and it's got a gatling gun the eagle is a gatling gun so it's just firing non-stop 
and uh, the Japanese robot picks up this giant bar with its arm and spins oh, it, and so it's, it's deflecting all the bullets. It was so yeah. sick. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, what, are you, can you do that? <laughs> yeah. Is I that can. a wrestling move? Yeah. How many Lindy's is that? We did have a. Uh, uh, I don't think it was a, a, a rope. Or we, we've had robots in shows before. <laughs> uh, we had a robot. We we bought a new a robot to you know optimize the the experience of wrestling, <laughs> and, and it be, it soon became sentient and started replacing wrestlers with oh, robot drones. Crud. Uh, I believe it determined the optimal number for counting to 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 please the crowd. And it was something like 342 or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we've done some robot stuff. All right. So, Ned and I have a bunch of cardboard. Mm-hmm. We've been looking to build a mech. Mm-hmm. Can you help us design one? Yeah, yeah, All definitely. Right. What, what, what's your vision of a mech? Like, what, what, what do you want in it? What do you want out of it? Ooh, in my dream mech. And uh, a mech is a giant robot suit. Yeah, get guys. out of my dreams and into my mech. <laughs> uh, get, that, get out of my dreams uh, that Ameri- and form the head. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my favorite mechs are the ones that are several mechs that combine mm-hmm. a greater mega mech. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I like Voltron. that American. Yeah, Voltron. Uh, mecha sword. Yeah. I did like that, that Eagle Gatling gun you mentioned. Mm-hmm. The, the idea of that is very pleasing to me as a patriot and somebody <laughs> who enjoys animated eagles um, so I think that's got to be one component of it could, right. you, could you actually design let me let me repurpose this question could you design in HMD thing style the most Houston mech the most Ooh, Houston mech yeah, possible yeah. it's going to it's got to run on lean <laughs> well yeah th- that's the uh, thing it, this is going to be a transformer yeah uh, and it's going to be like a Cadillac with <laughs> with swinger rims yeah. that turn into some sort of poking weapon of some sort <laughs> A poking weapon? A poking, a poke weapon. Oh, like a baseball bat? Yeah, like a something? baseball bat. Yeah, yeah. It's a baseball bat, but with 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 rims extending from it. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Um, it's gonna have uh, it's gonna have turn signals on it, but they're not going to be used at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely needs to run on lean. Uh, I'm I I think. It's gonna have to have the chainsaw from Hilton Furniture. Oh, yeah! Uh, at the fat Jack, fat Jack. Oh, uh, yeah. and he cuts up all the beds. That yeah, guy. exactly. Got to have the Texas hammer, man. Texas man. hammer. It's got to have the Texas hammer. Oh, he should have a hammer for a hand. There yeah, you go. yeah. All right, now we're getting somewhere. Maybe try suing us, Jim Adler. I would. Uh, <laughs> Wait a second. Uh oh. <laughs> hey, if you want to sue us, calls uh, calls in at. Uh, yeah, call hey, don't call us. Yeah, yeah. we're not here. We're, yeah. we're not awake. Uh, <laughs> I think after it, it hits you, it plays the I just got hit commercial. <laughs> over and over. Over and over again. It just like starts over the second they hit again. Yeah. Ah, great. And like cats is, it never closes. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that is a Houston mech. If and ever this was bit one. is closed. <laughs> Unlike cats is. Oh, uh, and then I, uh, after the fight, it's replaced with a condo. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Too real. Ah, geez. Hot takes. I don't want to go any further into the show uh, without mentioning because we only got 15 minutes left. We got to talk about uh, your project, Intro Flirted, Intro Flirted, and how it uh, it mixes with our party lifestyle. Can yeah. you talk about Intro Flirted a bit? Sure, yeah, definitely. 
So, uh, intro like now. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll do like five minutes of vamping and then. No, uh, it's like a uh, it's an online project where I post uh, flirty love notes from an introvert's perspective or something that like an introvert would like to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, most of them involve not going outside, uh, <laughs> avoiding people, uh, texting, things like that. Okay. Can yeah, we get some uh, some yeah, of those? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's one that's uh, we should go out, but not out, out. And uh, yeah. there's a, a picture of some Chinese takeout on there, uh, <laughs> referring to the the we should go out on a date, but we should not leave the house. <laughs> it's, uh, Uber eat some food and stay in. Mm. I've seen this stuff featured on Huffington Post. Uh, uh, you have a Kickstarter going. Yeah, we had a Kickstarter going. Uh, um, it wrapped up about a month ago for a a book based on the project and we hit our goal uh i believe uh i'm getting them this week or next week and then we're going to have a a book launch party (laughs) a book launch party uh saturday september 15th at brazos bookstore which i'm super excited about that's super exciting yeah that's that's awesome that's an exclusive for you guys now do you think it's crazy to throw all right but you can't tell anyone else i won't tell anybody else i'll only exclusive not a scoop a scoop an exclusive scoop yeah yeah (laughs) we only do exclusives here (laughs) no uh, internet radio exclusive what do you think all right we'll take it what do you think the party is going to be like uh, for a book release about introverts, <laughs> uh, are try- you worried about people not coming? I'm trying to make it very. Uh, I'm trying to make it very introvert friendly. I love um, it. My first choice of venue was a cat cafe, but you can't really pile people in a cat cafe. Right, the cats will get angry. I like that. There's like a cat for every person to talk to in the corner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and then I'm going to be doing like an on like I'm going to be doing a simultaneous online like book launch. So that if you don't want to go to the, are thing. you going to live stream the party? I think I'm going to live stream the party, and then I'm going to do a separate like uh, in my my house somewhere, probably yeah. in my living room or a something. Google a Google Hangout that everybody can jump in. I love that so much. <laughs> I, I I was playing with the idea of doing like a, a book tour where it's like, and Sunday we'll be on Instagram Live, and next <laughs> Monday we'll be on Facebook Live. And this coming. I will have moved from my living room to my kitchen, and I'll be yeah, logging exactly. onto Tumblr. Yeah. <laughs> I love that tour idea. I yeah. go to every show. <laughs> introvert book tour. Ah, uh, so what brought that about? I was uh, I, I kind of just had all these experiences I was running into, and I try to make you like I try to make my work based on like stuff that I run into or stuff that you know just kind of nags at me. Mm-hmm. And every time I try to make like work. Or based on those experiences, it feels very like high school emo, like <laughs> uh, junk. And and so I, I took this class on how to make a side project, and uh, with uh, Lauren Hom of Hom Sweet Hom, uh, she's a she's a letterer and illustrator. Uh, I believe she re- resides in Detroit now, but she's done work for a lot of big brands, and she really helped me. Uh, work it in a way that was not so heavy-handed and by injecting humor into it 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 makes it easier for people to connect with and yeah it doesn't feel so like <laughs> i love you I, can, can you tell me more about this side project class i kind of want to take that, that yeah it's really cool um it's I'm getting called... tired of this radio <laughs> show yet <laughs> it's called passion to paid uh i believe the website's passion to and she opens it 
one to two times a year and you can go go to that website and sign up to, to find out when it goes on but she teaches you all about like how to come up with an idea if you don't have an idea how to promote it and maintain it and and um, all the things that go from like start to finish of a, of a project like that that's really cool yeah, and like that. and she does it in a way that even though she's a visual artist it's kind of applicable to any kind of creative endeavor yeah so there's people that are doing like books in there uh, some people like doing blog stuff video stuff audio stuff it's it's kind of all over I love it. And what was that website again? Passiontopaid.com. Passiontopaid.com. I'm definitely going to have to check that out because apparently my co-host is a little uppity these days and I'm going to have to find someone else. Well, I think it's really cool that you have all these projects go. Oh, jeez. Oh, crud. Oh, man. <sighs> okay. Uh, hey, look, Josh, this we probably got to do a huge favor uh-huh, for us. Uh-huh, okay. uh-huh. Um, it's the friggin' cops, man. It's the effing police. FMPD. Right. We gotta get out of here. Please handle the cops uh-huh, for uh-huh. us. Could, could you just talk to them for a second? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Is that cool? Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Just, uh, it, it, it will be, we'll be. I'm gonna be in the cupboard. All right. See ya. Yeah. Oh, hey, uh, hey, hey, officer. Hey, hey, Ned, Ned. Can you, uh, power up that Houston battle bot that we were working on earlier? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no, there's nothing. Uh, there's just nothing going on. Yeah, okay. Well, we're hearing a lot of bells and whistles inside there, and we're just curious uh, what's going on. We've been getting a lot of complaints. I just got hit! <laughs> what the? I just got hit.com! What, what, what's going on in there? Uh, you playing loud music? Here, open up the door real quick. We need to talk to you. I, I just, uh, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm building a condo over it's, here. That's what all those noises are. Is that a are. condo with I'll hydraulics? And I will fight you! Is that a TV? What's going on in there? It's a condo made entirely out of TVs playing Houston commercials. There's a condo inside your apartment? <laughs> it's a micro condo. Father, I'm running low on fuel. I need more lean. Is there a, is there a child being abused in there? Is there a child that needs fuel in there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here, open up that door right now. <laughs> Powering down. Oh my god, it sounds like the child is dying of <laughs> a lack of power. So yeah, just come on in. I, I, there's nothing going on now. Good lord. Hey, what's up? I'm officer. Other one. Sorry, I'm late. I got. I couldn't get my seatbelt off. Stuck in the car. Well... N- there's no crime here, clearly. No, uh, it's, it's like a lot of dents in your floor. I hope you get your deposit back. No, yeah. this is Montrose. This is what all the apartments look like. Uh, for the last time, don't respond to all the calls. I'm right? sorry, yeah. Jeez, for Lord. now on, we're only responding to every tenth call. Yeah. And by the way, if you're the tenth caller at 713-526-8737, we'll talk to you on the radio. I don't know. We'll come and arrest you. And <laughs> scene. Dude, thank you so much for dealing with that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, what happened to the floor? Where'd all these dents come from ah crud and it cleaned my milk stains I I can only pay $1,800 in rent that's what it gets you (laughs) (laughs) Uh, well thanks thanks so much again for doing this thanks for having me yeah you saved our butts Uh, I think one other question I had uh, about wrestling is Ned and I were saying that we're not really too into it how can we get into it? What are some good intro to yeah, wrestling? Yeah, what's the thing? gateway? The gateway is probably going to doomsdaywrestling.com. Doomsdaywrestling.com. 
and uh, and just browsing around there, looking at some characters, seeing yeah. if there's a show coming up. Maybe follow. See if some inspiration tickles you. Yeah, something hits you. Maybe follow at doomsdaywrestling.com. Well, I meant specifically like I'm a layman to wrestling. Yeah. Like I want to I want to know who who the Cena's are. I want to know. Is the Macho Man still around? I want to know he's not. all the wrestling. He's, not, he's tragically like, not. It, it, can, is it a canon that I can just jump into? Are there alternate plot lines? Are there certain artists run that I should pay attention to? Yeah, the, I is think, kayfabe a swear word? It is. <laughs> uh, I think. Uh, I think the biggest one is WWE, but it's kind of more of a family. They're they're aimed more at kids and families. Mm-hmm. So some of the some of the matches can they're be they're wrestling kids and families. They're wrestling. Well, uh, funny enough, a kid was actually the tag team champion <laughs> uh, a couple months ago. That's when he, awesome. he teamed with a giant man. Oh, who, oh, who, who did all the who did all the work? Blaster? Yeah, it's a Braun Strowman Just naming water Wait. slides. <laughs> no, those are two. Freak the Mighty. He was the oh, Freak yeah, the book. Little yeah. kid on the big kid who runs Barter Town. There was a, that's <laughs> Master Blaster. Yeah, there's also Krang and whatever big thing he's in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a common thing. Krang and Krang's dad. <laughs> so, wait, but I do want to ask, so uh, the big guy, what was his name? Braun Strowman. And what was the kid's name? Nicholas. And was Nicholas just like, is he always Braun's little partner? or was it just- No, he had to relinquish the titles because he had to go back to school. Aww. What a square. Yeah. Now that he realized wrestling could have made a million? He could have made a million. and have yeah. the best belt ever. Exactly. <sighs> exactly. Well, I think now is the perfect time for us to get into our uh, segment here. Let me turn this up. That's right, everybody. It's time for I Want a New Plug. Josh, what's going on? Tell us all the stuff you're doing, and I won't sing this song. Go! Uh, yeah, uh, you can follow Intro Flirted on Instagram at Intro Flirted. Uh, and see when that book launch is, is happening uh, and see all the different posts on there. Uh, you can follow at HMD Stuff on Instagram to see all the stuff and things that I design. Maybe <laughs> buy some at HMDStuff.com, uh, DoomsdayWrestling.com, like I mentioned. Uh, I think that's, that's all the plugs. Uh, if I stop talking, will you sing that song or, or do I have to keep talking? I mean, I bet <laughs> I, I could come up with some words. Uh, I mean, I could start singing. Yeah. <laughs> hey, wait. Hey, you have a belt with you. What's going on with that? I've been eyeing that since you got here. I'm, uh, I'm holding it for my buddy, the Lunchador, uh, while he, he eats a couple snacks. Down Are we the allowed to show this on the on the screen? Oh, we can absolutely. I, just, yeah, I feel like go. we'd be missing a. Alrighty. Extreme opportunity here if we didn't utilize this for video. I didn't even see this. You didn't see the giant metal belt in well, his I bag. Think now. <laughs> wow! Man, that should have just been there in front of you to hold. You should have just walked in wearing it. <laughs> uh, I this be- is my talking belt. <laughs> I believe it's a, a child-sized belt, so doesn't uh, it? <laughs> that's a pretty big kid. This weighs as much as a child. Yeah. <laughs> So, all right, is that what goes to the champion of Doomsday Wrestling? Yeah, that's uh, the champ gets that, and uh, and well, the- is it kind of like a teacher letting different kids watch the hamster over the weekend, where you got to take care of it, or is it yours forever? Uh, no, it's it's yours until you know you get beat and it gets taken from you. Now, I, I have a question here. Uh, on the back, we have a few emblems. Mm-hmm. Is that the actual wrestling emoji from iPhone? <laughs> <laughs> it might be. <laughs> uh, two very generic people doing what looks. 
be a very generic hold. And that's a, a Sigma Brewing Co. On the Sigma back Brewing Co. Well. Sponsor of Doomsday Wrestling. That is so awesome. All this right. Is heck of a belt. I love it. It's great. It's beautiful. So are you, Josh. Is there anything else that you like to plug? Uh, no, not really. Right. That's, that's everything that I do. Ned, you got anything to plug? Nah. All right. Well, I would like to plug uh, tomorrow night at Secret Group. I am not performing. I just want to promote this show because I think it's so gosh darn great. It's called Neo Benchy, and uh, it's where people just take, well, they call it a made-up words adventure. I think you'll just need to go and check it out to find out for yourself. <laughs> it starts at 8 o'clock. I can't tell you how much it is, but you should definitely go check it out and go onto their website or Facebook or whatever and find a good pot. All right. That's our show. Thanks a lot. See you next Monday. Bye. Bye.